Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Refresh your career with Griffith College. Choose from a range of over 100 part-time, online and blended courses to flexibly build your future. Dublin, Cork, Limerick. Visit griffith.ie. Welcome to another episode of Disney vs. Disney Debates, the podcast where we're going to figure out exactly what is the best Disney film ever made. I am your host and grandmaster, Zane C. Weber, and I have with me two seasoned debaters here to debate Beauty and the Beast vs. The Brave Little Toaster. Now, representing Beauty and the Beast, we have none other than... Hello, Georgina Purdy. I have you on mute. Oh. What's your name again? Georgina Purdy. Georgina Just for Purdy. the second dramatic uh, <laughs> entrance for the night. Wonderful. And <laughs> representing the brave little toaster is none other than veteran debater at this point. Stacey <laughs> Did you forget Hello. your name? Like, is that the quality of debate that we're getting it, in And then for? you were like, you're staring sometimes at me with, I do, sometimes with I your don't. arm outreached. And I was like, I don't, uh, uh, is this I, uh, me? Is this me? I have to keep everyone on their toes, you know? <laughs> you just never know. Yeah. I liked it. It was it caused some beautiful tension that it's I didn't fresh. know was going to be there. So it's yeah, it's, it's, uh, use that adrenaline to mm. drive your debate. Oh, mate, I've got a lot to say. So mm. Now, if you are joining us for the first time, we are going to have a, a debate about Disney movies. So we will start out with a three-minute opening statement as to why your film is the best Disney film ever made. Mm. Then we will proceed on to round two, which is a two-minute rebuttal as to why your opponent's film is not the best Disney film ever made. Then round three will be an open discussion and questions, followed by round four, which is a one-minute summation of your arguments. One minute. I'm looking for five different criteria. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The memorable moments, the message, the movie magic, the magic music, and the final catch-all criteria, that Disney touch. (sighs) Now, we have rolled a dice and we have discerned Mm. that Georgina Purdy will be going first. Yep. So, Georgina, Mm. you will have your first chance to make your case in your three-minute opening Mm. statement. At two minutes, you will have a warning tone that goes like this. Got it. At the end of three, you will be cut off quite rudely by Darkwing Duck saying, The jig is up, you jaded, jug-headed jack-in-the-box! Yes, he does like alliteration, and I make no apologies. An intense way to be interrupted. (laughs) Okay, is everyone clear? Everyone ready to uh, jump right in? Let's get to it. Let's do it. Okay, Georgie, your time starts when you start talking. 
From the very beginning of the majestic prologue for Beauty and the Beast, you know that this movie is something magical. The haunting music, the vibrant stained glass images, the story of the beast and his miserable fate and the dramatic narration, it all sets the tone for this tale as old as time. Beauty and the Beast was the 30th Disney animated feature film and the third released within the Disney Renaissance period and dare I say the best of that period. It's inspired by a French fairy tale, a story of a beast, a prince transformed by an enchantress for his arrogance and rudeness and Belle, the story of a girl who shows that she is much more than just the beauty of her namesake. It's hard to imagine that anyone hasn't seen this movie, um, as it also found a renewed success in its live-action remake and also as a Broadway production. Beauty and the Beast is a fairy tale, but it is a story with morals all about not judging a book by its cover. It's a story of redemption and of true love, and there are just so many things to love about this movie. Um, From our heroine, Belle, yes, she's characterised by her looks, her name, Belle, meaning beautiful, but from the start, it immediately becomes clear that her defining characteristics are more her intelligence and her love of books than just relying on her beauty. She is not a damsel in distress. Sure, she does need saving once or twice, but she does her fair share of the rescuing as well. Um, She actively chooses to take her father's place, um, even for fear of the beast, and she chases after the beast to protect him from Gaston. She does find love through it, but that's not really on her to-do list. What she wants more than anything else is adventure. She wants to be brave. She wants to be able to stand up for herself. And that's what she gets to do throughout this movie and sets an excellent role model for everyone else. Um, The town is about not being celebrated for being different, but conforming. And Belle is considered weird because of this. Um, Along with her father, Maurice, they both kind of are outcasts for being different. Um, and such a beautiful thing that Disney illustrates this not just in what they're talking about but by the fact of their colours. Belle's the only one to wear blue, differentiating her from the rest of the town just purely by a colour scheme which is perfect Disney magic. Um, Our villain, we've got, of course, you think it's the Beast then it turns out to be the ever-human Gaston, um, one of the greatest villains. We'll get to more later on but let's talk about one of the greatest heroes of the movie which is its music. Three words, be our guest. It's one of the greatest, most iconic Disney songs and stunning pieces of animation forever. Um, It's bright, it's showy, dramatic, it's wonderful. Then we move to the ballroom scene, the dress, the dancing, Angela Lansbury singing one of the most iconic songs to tale us all this time, Beauty and the Beast. We've also got Belle, the opening theme, Gaston, the mob song. All of these beautiful songs have their own scenes and own life that they bring to it. Um, it was it won the Academy Award for Best Original Score and Best Original Song. Um, origi- originally, it was also nominated for three different Best Original Songs, which is the first time it has ever done that. Um, Alan Menken, Howard Ashman with their iconic score. Wonderful. It's won a bunch of Golden Globes, Academy Awards, What the is up, you jaded jughead jack-in-the-box? <laughs> we believe you. There's too many things. All right. Wonderful opening Sally there from Georgina Purdy. Mm. Now it goes over to Stacey. You get three minutes to state your case as to why The Brave Little Toaster is the best Disney film ever made. Your time starts when you start talking. The Brave Little Toaster is a charming 1987 movie based on the novel by Thomas M. Dish. The movie focuses on five household appliances, a toaster, a lamp, a blanket, a radio and a vacuum cleaner who go on a quest to search for their owner. The movie could be argued to be Toy Story's predecessor as it is set in a world where household appliances and other electronics come to life, pretending to be lifeless in the presence of humans. This movie was so popular with home viewers that it inspired two sequels that will be produced a decade later, The Brave Little Toaster to the Rescue and The Brave Little Toaster Goes to Mars. The movie was animated by a team including 
including now Disney greats John Lasseter and Glenn Keane. The film is unique as it was produced by Hyperion Pictures as an independent product for uh, production for Disney. The production faced significant budget cuts, but the writers and animators were dedicated to making something that they were proud of rather than simply producing a kid's film and aimed to not belittle it because it happens to be drawn. Many of the choices in the film surrounded this aim. For example, the music. David Newman deliberately wrote as he would for any movie rather than just for the medium of animation. He wove death, joy, love, loss and struggle into the work. He used lush strings in the opening scenes to convey a sense of longing. As the characters were introduced, the score becomes more lively and each character has their own theme, influenced by their personality. These musical motifs wove their way into the entire movie score. The film contains four original songs, City of Light, It's a B-Movie, Cutting Edge and Worthless, that were written by Van Dyke Parks. These songs became some of the more memorable and enjoyable parts of the movie, particularly because of the interesting dynamic settings that the songs take place in, including uh, parts shop in a junkyard. The uniqueness of the film was by far one of the most outstanding parts, which allowed the message to have real tension, stakes and meaning. As opposed to other Disney films of the time, The Brave Little Toaster was able to include dark, scary, edgy or risque content due to being an independent feature. They rejected the false dichotomy of being joke-driven or overly sincere and instead incorporated both elements as that is how real conversations work. Memorable moments from the film include scenes like Toaster's Nightmare, which featured a terrifying clown made from smoke, Lampy sacrificing himself to charge a battery and getting stuck, struck by lightning. He's fine though. The Appliances singing and playing with animals in the wood, the junkyard of doomed cars, a reunion of the appliances with their master, who lovingly takes them all to college with him, unlike the toys in Toy Story 3 who get re-gifted. The film's themes included a fear of being abandoned and wanting to be reunited with someone that you love, the opposing forces of feeling like you're worthless and the joy of redemption. Another important notion was that of valuing things from the past and taking them into the future both in terms of objects and relationships. The movie has also got a heartwarming message about true friendships. The objects face literal life and death to get back to their beloved master, despite no assurances that he remembered them at all. The objects also learn to care for and forgive one another, and despite being annoyed by each other, they put themselves at great risk in order to protect one another, a loving, powerful example of true friendship and love. The Brave Little Taster made history as the first animated film ever exhibited at Sundance, and although it didn't win, um, the director was told by the judges that they really wanted it to win, but they didn't think it could for that festival. The movie went on to uh, nominated for a Primetime Emmy Award for Outstanding Animated Program and won the Parents' Choice Award in 1988. Woohoo! I got there, I got there. That, that was very erudite. Congratulations. Mm. Uh, lots of great points there. Um, I'm, not, I'm not a just here to said, I just wanted to say, they're great. I was, I was, when Brave Little Toaster was put on, <laughs> on 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 the on the bracket, mm. I was worried because it is one of the the lesser known Disney mm. Disney titles. But uh, I want to congratulate you already on <laughs> on such a a great effort on its behalf. Uh, we will be moving straight along to our two minute second round, yep. where you get to tell us why your opponent's film is not the best Disney film mm. ever made. Georgie, your time will start when you start talking. In terms of awards, if we're looking at that, Beauty and the Beast was the first animated picture to be nominated for a Best Picture Award at the 64th Academy Awards. So let's put that on the table. Um, you talked about sequels. Beauty and the Beast also has a sequel, The Enchanted Christmas. It is great and I love it. Um, you talk about how... Be- how 
Brave Little Toaster is charming. It is terrifying. A clown chases the toaster to a bathtub, corners him, threatens to put him in there with knives. That is not a tale for children. An air conditioner gets so mad he blows himself up out of spite pretending to be Jack Nicholson in The Shining. It's really, really weird. Worthless, the song you say that is so great, is all about being a worthless life and then trash compacts the bunch of cars who haven't done a good enough job. Terrifying. When we talk about musical motifs let's bring it back to beauty and the beast the music there is epic and soaring that beautiful theme that first is that kind of like scary menacing theme on the beast when it's woven back into his transformation scene beautiful we've got the difference in the styles of each of the different characters lumiere cogsworth babette the um cupboard audra mcdonald in the live adaption <laughs> i can't think of her name right now um again all those beautiful styles weave together to paint that beautiful french picture but come together with really unique points of views um when we're talking about the style of animation as well beauty and the beast of course we have to mention that it had the caps um digital scanning ink paint composition software which is featured in that ballroom scene which allows that 3d space simulation um which was one of the first ones to use that computer generated I'll put ballroom. it down but this is technically about I the mean, Brave I'm leaning it into there. There's nothing to talk like Brave Little Toaster is is it's not worth talking about. It is inappropriate. There is a recorder with like nipple tassels. It gets really inappropriate. There's a sexy magazine from the sleazy guy. How is this allowed for children? How? How are those morals we want? There's a vaguely racist scene <laughs> where the things up, you kid, in the jug a jack in the box. Darkwing Duck has had enough. <laughs> of the- I feel like that was longer than two minutes. No, like I feel onslaught. like it was two minutes. It wasn't even actually an onslaught. It was more just like, here's some points that I didn't get to speak about before. Um, all right. I said all I needed to say about Toaster. Well, let's like just I, say I said what I needed to say. I, I, will grant, I will grant you the same leniency, Stacey. <laughs> uh, so when you start talking, you can start your two minutes about why Beauty and the Beast is not the best in any film ever made. Look, again, there's some really weird aspects of this story and some of it starts at the very beginning where a small child was cursed to an, you know, foreseeable eternity as a beast for not letting an old lady into his house. I mean, stranger danger, anyone. What the heck? And why was he punished and not, I don't know, his parents, literally any adult around, not the child? Anyway weird um look the movie claims feminism but it doesn't have Belle doing anything riskier than reading books and she's reading fiction she's not even reading non-fiction she's reading fiction her only real action is to do what is expected of women to fix a broken man and leave her entire world to be with him abandoning any desires or dreams of her own living in a castle and marrying a rich guy is not an adventure in the great wide somewhere and that is what she sang for in her i want song the story is actually really about beast not bell she doesn't change or grow or achieve anything at all where beast well hmm, that's can that's contemptible, really. Look, the other female characters are two-dimensional fangirls, random, arrogant villagers or servants. The movie is pretty much an advertisement for emotional abuse with a jingle. The beast is being cursed. <laughs> um, it is an absolute oh, turd. Yeah. He's been a turd. He's trying to redeem himself. Yeah, he's, he's being a turd to Belle's father. I don't know why. Just because. All the cursed objects are just using Belle. They don't really care about her happiness. And they're angry and upset with the beast when he lets her go. For no reason at all. They're not, they just want her to save them. Her to save them. Um, and how can, can I just say, how can the prince's design be so bad that the audience wants the beast back at the end of the movie after the transformation? I'm just saying that out there. Also, 
I feel like the that's beast, subjective. Um, but anyway, has a name, right. but literally everyone just calls him Beast. He does. They don't. He has a name. They're trying to get it back like a human, be a nice person, but they literally call him Beast. They don't even <laughs> call him by his name. That's disgusting. And are some of the objects also just referred to as objects? They don't even have names either. Dehumanizing. All right. Okay. Wow. You got in with one second to spare. Congratulations. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of quotable quotable lines <laughs> you just brought out there. Um, <laughs> wonderful. Wow. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a short break and we will come back with a, a discussion and question section. So <laughs> oh, brace yourselves for that. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so questions about the brave little toaster and Beauty and the Beast. Mm. Both of you have brought up the the scary aspects of these films. Yeah. Mm. So rather than point out that the other film has scary moments and that is a bad thing, I would like for you to spend mm. some time talking about why the scary moments are justified mm-hmm. in the context of your film or Disney as a whole. Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, so Georgie. Yep. You'll be going first. All right. I'm ready for this one because as a story about me, I'm terrified of wolves. Hate wolves. Biggest fear. True. So so when fact-checked is correct. (laughs) So in Beauty and the Beast where like she, a human girl, is just fighting off these wolves to save this giant beast. Like it's scary and it's terrifying. But the whole point is that Belle there is facing her fears and it's a very real fear in that moment of like physical danger and immediate danger to her. And so she goes and fights through that so that's one aspect of the the scariness and the the fear to go through there also i think in beauty and the beast kind of that that scariness and the fear comes from being like an outsider and being unknown and you kind of see Belle's perspective of it in the village and she's kind of a bit isolated and she everyone else kind of thinks she's like weird and whatever it's not as a dramatic scary but you know it's isolation is quite a scary thing and then you've got on the beast side of it everyone's scared of him but really he's scared of being alone as well Mm -hmm. so i think the fear plays a lot into it and it also shows a lot of beasts motives because um i mean stacy said he doesn't really do anything but he's also turned into this giant beast creature thing that he thinks everyone's just going to be too terrified to even spend two seconds with so then that fear again isolates him even further which doesn't help his cause it's kind of a bit of a cycle thing so that's when bell comes and kind of stands up to that scariness and the fear of this crazy beast is that then we start to see that cycle being broken because we're breaking down that scariness and the fear of the beast and oh yeah he is just a boy who got turned into a beast because you know he made some mistakes Mm -hmm. um so we start to break down that scariness and it then flips again to be gaston who's the scary one who's coming out with his pitchforks and talks and it's the mob and it's the people is which are really the terrifying villains of the story it's the humans it's not the beast it's just this guy who thinks he's entitled to stuff that becomes the villain. guys don't think that they're entitled never i mean that never happens in real life i don't know what you're talking it's really bizarre and so then he becomes the scariest thing is this guy with a gun who comes and kills the beast and the beast who easily could kind of kill him becomes the person who's not scary at all and it's a nice flip i like how they kind of like flip it around throughout the movie Okay, so Stacey, uh, is the fear and the terrifying scenes that the Georgie kind of really latched onto justified mm. in uh, the Brave Little Toaster? 
Well, I think they're more justified than Belle facing her fear of wolves when mm. we at no point at the movie discussed a specific fear no, of wolves. No, I was saying that was my specific fear of wolves. Mm. So it was a I yeah, as a person scared Georgie of wolves. Rose that it was up above Belle. I rose above my fear <laughs> to, to watch it. Your argument it was Belle's fear. But that's I know, okay. I said it was my that's point what, of view. That's right, that's I mean, that's right, that's I think we can all agree that <laughs> a pack of wolves attacking a human is scary. It is scary. I'll go get some wolves and we'll see you fight them and not be afraid. Look, I think... The world is a scary place. Mm-hmm. Um, I did bring up the the, the, the clown in <laughs> Toaster's dream. And part of that was that Toaster's fear of doing the wrong thing and harming his master, that he might accidentally fault and hurt the one that he loves the most. And that whole dream sequence was out of that, that fear. These, And this movie did what I think Toy Story sort of did, I think to a deeper level, like they are literally created for one purpose and that is to serve a master. And here in Toy Story where they kind of sort of find meaning themselves in their relationships and their own existence, here they are only happy when they are with their master. That is the only thing that brings them joy and you can see the real anguish in these appliances that they don't have their master with them and how upset they are that he is gone. Um, And so it's really the stakes are so high and the fact that they – they risk their lives. They go out into the world. They face all of these challenges. They have people out to get them everywhere. People want to pull them apart for parts. And we've got the 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 wild and just animals and lightning and rain and all these other things that could damage them with rust or you know lightning and everything else. They had to face real scary things in our real scary world in order to get to the person that they loved most in the world. And I think because it was this is a very, it's like a independent production because it was a little bit separate to Disney, still Disney, but a little bit separate. They could really raise the stakes and it Mm. could be real. You know, in a Disney movie, you know, Belle's getting attacked by wolves and you know she's going to be okay. You know, know she's going to be, you know, you know that, but you know. Maybe she'll become a werewolf (laughs) and then (laughs) she and the beast would be fine. Oh, that would be a perfect little matchup. But you just, you know, you know that she's going to go in the wild and get attacked by animals a lot. Yeah, that's what you're saying. That's the realism. Are you saying okay. beasts and, and magic yes. objects that grow, uh, uh, yes. are in the world? Do you think so servants yeah. are charmed by a magical witch? All the Mate, time. You can't make all the time. All the time. Okay. No. 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 I would like to state something that if if we are going to bring up the ridiculousness of the brave little toaster going Correct. out and being attacked, we have to address the ridiculousness of not only the beast being cursed, but mm. also. All of the quite lovely people in his Who? castle. But that's the spell. For what? That's magic. But for what? The brave little toaster has no magical element to well, give somebody's that basis. somebody's making these things. Um, this is this is we have maybe to accept the magic that these is, are the, is this a real thing? Do our appliances come alive when we leave the house? I that always is just Toy Story. This is the kind of knockoff Toy Story. It's before Toy Story. It's a predecessor to Toy Story. <laughs> this is maybe the ultimate Toy then Story. If it was so great, why did they have to remake it into Toy Story? They didn't remake it as Toy You just said they were. You said it was a predecessor, which is a. I think. I think. I think. You're getting off task. My my main point, point, in summary, in summary, the stakes have to be high, and the stakes are real. In a typical Disney movie, you know the people are going to be okay, so there's no risk, there's no tension, there's no stakes. In this movie, people could and did die. So the actual, I am doing this for someone else to be with them, was a real risk and had real life consequences. That was unusual for a Disney film and I think really gave the movie 
attention and a real payoff at the end when they are okay and they do go to college you are so excited because you knew what they went through to get there and that was a real thing that happened and now we can have real joy in the fact that they succumbed all of those challenges and got to be with their master which is what they wanted and they're designed to do all right. Okay. Well, that was heated. Uh, let's take another little break. Calm, <laughs> calm down a bit. Have a little water. And, uh, and we'll come back refresh. with our final summaries. All right. We are back with our final chapter of this debate. Mm. One minute to state your case. Anything that you have left time. unsaid? And then we will move on. We decide. To the math. Oh, the math, everyone's favourite. So Part who won the, the role? Who's going first? What's going Georgina. on? Oh, I'm going first. Georgina. Didn't win the role, but I'm going first. <laughs> you are. You have one minute. You'll be cut off by Darkwing Duck at the end, unceremoniously. Your time starts mm. when you start talking. Beauty and the Beast is an animated Disney classic. It is a pop culture iconic film and it will stand the test of time and live for many, many, many years to come. In terms of our love story, we say a tale of true love. Belle and the Beast bring out the best in each other. They help each other learn and each other grow. And over time, their love blossoms. It's not just that instant fall in love and marry a prince in three seconds. It's based on them respect and what they learn from each other it's not just wooing a princess over it's a real connection and affection and she falls in love with the beast not with this magical prince and when he turns into the prince in the end it's just an added bonus it's nothing that she ever wanted in terms of Belle we see here a fierce brave um, loyal heroine who girls can look up to someone who stands up for themselves and I think that's the kind of Disney princess that we in this day really need to look at and stand out as a role model the music in this film is some of the greatest be our guest is so iconic um and just everything really brings it together to be one of the all right well done well summarized mm. we'll go straight over to stacy let's do it one minute as soon as you start talking the brave little toaster is a movie that the washington post called a kids film made without condescension and i think that is key it has got charm it is real the animators and the people who made this film love this film and they wanted it to be a real story set in a real world with real life consequences and have a truth an underlying truth coming through about forgiveness about overcoming challenges about working together about facing this big old scary world to get where you want to be in your life and uh look was it unusual yes um but it had heaps of really memorable moments it had memorable characters it had um and it didn't talk down to kids it didn't sugarcoat anything it was real and it didn't talk down to kids and be like you can't handle this it gave them the world as it is and show them that together as a team with their family and their friends they can overcome those challenges whatever they may be all right well done Mm. one second to spare all right i have to go do some maths so please talk about what you like about the other person's film while I do that. So, Georgina, mm. what uh, do you like about the uh, Brave, Brave Little, Little Toaster? Toaster? I mean, what can I say that's not being said? <laughs> it's, I mean, re-watching it because I'd never watched it. It was interesting is, is what I'm going to give it. Uh, if you haven't seen it, watch a few clips. Oh, just that watch clown the whole scene. scene. That clown scene is 
terrifying. If you have a fear it's of not clowns, okay. don't. If you've got a fear of clowns, so don't watch triggered. it. If you enjoyed it, the movie, probably ha- give it a yeah, view. Give yeah. it a view. Yeah, but it's it's a bizarre film. It is a weird. It's film. really weird. I did I did grow to love it. I it mean, is still weird. It gave me some some fun moments as I rewatched it as an adult with my friends thinking, <laughs> what on earth is happening? Um, but how but, do you feel about Beauty and the Beast, Oh, Jessie? you know I love Beauty <laughs> and the Beast. I was, as I was re-watching it and, and my husband sat down and watched it with me, we're like, oh, it's so good. It's so beautiful. And I, I do think it is my favourite of the renaissance. Of the, it's very, yeah. it's a very, very close, but I think it's just, I have such strong memories of it as a kid. Watching I had it. that that book, um, you know, the audio books he used to get. Yes. They're like, where the tape's like, turn yeah. the page now. And it's like, and <laughs> oh, I read that. Beauty and the Beast yeah. one, like hundreds of times. I loved it. I loved how it looked. I loved Belle. I loved everything about it. Um, so it's a very hard one to <sighs> fight against. Because it like was one of my... Belle is like one of my favourite yeah. sequences of and having of all time. Like I, I played Belle in the, in the mm. musical... Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> and it was very hard to be mean to it. Um, and and talk against I love it. it. I don't like the live remake that can go in the trash. But I mean, I that's don't mind another it. Day. I don't mind it. That's another debate. Well, I just that's another debate all in itself. It ruins. It's beautiful. It, it looks tried, good. The live remake tried to fix the problems that people had yeah. with the original. But the but and they're fixing it. They actually undid. The magic of it. Because at the end of the day, it is a fairy tale. And fairy tales follow a set of conventions and fairy tale have a set of rules. And 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 the beast... They're not groundbreaking plot lines, but... There's lots of t- I, and I didn't bring this up as an argument about Stockholm syndrome because I was wondering if of, you'd bring it no, up. No, because but then again, as a psychologist, there's a lot of contention around that. And anyway, but but at least in in this, he he he's yes, he, you could see the growth and you could see the change. Yeah, as he's much not as I just hate to like, like fix the man. Yeah, but that's what I like about it. They yeah. both grow. It's not just like a lot of the mm. Disney where they're both kind of like, "You're pretty. I love you now." Yeah, I like, still would have liked more for Belle. Um, she did want more from her life and I don't think marrying But she could go off an adventure now that they're rich. Maybe. They got the money. They got the finance. <laughs> did she in the, the sequel? In the sequel. Yeah, they get married and they're off in the Christmas and they're, they're all having fun adventures. I don't think they leave the castle. But yeah. It's all about yeah. so I don't think the they castle. leave. I don't think that I'm pretty sure adventure. there's a portal. No. Maybe that's Cinderella. I'm but, not sure. I mean, but for it's, it's an time, adventure. It's an enchanted Christmas. They have a Christmas look, adventure, and, and for it's, it's time where the right, the makers were like, it's not mm. love the greatest adventure yeah. of all. And look for the time when the makers are like, <laughs> reading <laughs> books is risky. Like to them, like ooh, cont- ooh, yeah. contention, women reading books. I mean that. That was a point that we were at when that film was made yeah, and I think exactly. they did a wonderful job and I think Disney are continuing to make um, some really great stuff and it's doing really, you know, it's just growing and getting better and better and better. Yeah. And, but I, I do love the film and I still yeah. love the film. Yes, yeah. and as a little girl growing up loving books, whenever I was like, love oh, it, love why it, would you it. read? Would you can play a video game? <laughs> like, I'll watch a movie and say, I mean, I guess there's that, but. Yeah, no, it's, it's a wonderful beautiful. film. All right. It's beautiful. All right, let's I've get to the, the verdict. All right. Oh, I'm nervous because if Toaster wins, I don't know if I can. <laughs> can you show your can face? Show my face? Well, can you show your again. face having been defeated, Beauty and the Beast? Like, I feel like it's, Let uh, me. There's, there's, it's not I'm a win. Get, I'm going to practice my gloating face now because I don't feel like I'm going to use it, but I'm going to practice mm. Let me start by getting the obvious one out, yes. out of the way. Yep. Yes. Music. Yep. Yes. Easily Beauty and the Beast. Oh, easily. That's not easily. even a competition. Uh, it's not even. Yeah. It is full of great songs. Yeah, so uh, Hummable yeah. songs. So classic good. Disney oh, songs. And it's been translated so into a Broadway show. Correct. 
super successful mm. um, and the live action remake, it, that just, it's yeah. just a testament to how strong the music, the music is, mm. is yeah. in this film. Brave Little Toaster, good. music was effective, yeah. but it, it just doesn't have the same it's not gravitas. Like no, I would agree. Yeah, it, it's beautiful swing. for the film and it works for the film, but in comparison, yeah. there's there no is, contest. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Same when it comes to the movie magic, mm. just Beauty and the Beast broke so many walls yeah. down mm. for animation yeah. and for yeah. Disney in general um, with the, the first Oscar nomination for Best Film. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it has gone on to be just one of their classics. Yeah. Um, and, it, again, the remake kind of speaks to that. Yeah. However, when we're talking about the movie magic of The Brave Little Toaster, mm. Stacey, you brought up the intentions of the filmmakers mm. and mm. how they did it. And every one of those they were successful in achieving. Mm. Um, there was no black points made against the actual film itself. Mm. Georgie didn't fight too much a- against the actual filmmaking. And mm. again, you didn't have to because Beauty and the Beast really stands, stands alone for itself. Yeah. For yeah. itself. Um, but when that did, I feel, play into the message because, mm. Stacey, you said that they wanted to use this dark and risque and this dangerous theming and uh, and and visual mm-hmm. language and story to get this message across and mm. when your Georgie's only argument against the film was that it was terrifying and it, <laughs> but a lot of things in it were terrifying yeah. mm. but you, I can only really count the word terrifying once um, <laughs> so the message mm. goes to the brave little oh. toaster um, because yeah. again all the messages they want to get across it really did yeah. and when we talk it's about true. the message in Beauty and the Beast there is a little bit of like is it yeah. a is it a good story? Did it go far enough away from the original mm. text? Yep. Um, it does say a lot that. of stuff about male entitlement and mm-hmm. that kind of what we what women have to deal with, yeah, uh, and that as as well. But again, Belle is often toted as a feminist character. Mm. But she's not the best feminist character that even Disney has put out mm. there. And so I think if Disney's putting that forward, then that's not as big a success as the rather obscure and weird Brave Little Toaster <laughs> yeah. is right. in, in, in what it tries to do. what they wanted do. to achieve. All right. Uh, surprisingly, Ty, memorable moments. Oh. I think this was just we didn't uh, – Georgie didn't focus too much on the actual yeah, specific you moments. You didn't give me a – you didn't, like, smash there out was, a lot of them. There was a ball – the, the ballroom, the attack, the ballroom. Gaston. Oh, yeah, yeah um, I felt like I went through a fair there was a bit, chunk of them but I think without I, just <laughs> listing off the scenes of the film. I, I, I think ah. I think we've discovered one of Stacey's strategies is to just list off yeah, the list things in all. the film. that Which is not interesting listening, but all right, I'll well, give her that. I will say if you do it at the top like Stacey does, it does remind you of – of what the, happened in the film but and I would what affected you. Argue just because she's listed them. Does that mean they're met? If <laughs> you went up to Joe Blogs on Trugina. the street, I'm just saying, Except and ask the loss and move on. It's not even a loss. Just, it's, it's a not tie. A loss. I'm just commenting <laughs> on I the feel structure like of Stacey's him. arguments. <laughs> what, what I'm saying is, I can only give you points for what you bring up. Yes, that's fair. And, that's fair. And Stacey fair. did a good job of bringing up uh, enough fair. points to equal Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> No. <laughs> to be fair, when you watch Brave Little Toaster, it sticks in your mind. I'll give it, it that. It certainly it does. Burns. Definitely in the <laughs> redness. So, if for those at home that are doing uh, maths, Math. mm. you will know mm. 
that Beauty and the Beast is the better Disney film. The the final category, of course, was that Disney touch. Um, Mm -hmm. And again, because Brave Little Toaster is such a departure from regular Disney, it's not that counted against it in this category. Whereas Beauty and the Beast is so typically Disney, it's like yeah, yeah. if you had to be like one Disney, yeah. So congratulations, Georgie. Well done. Getting through with Beauty and the Beast. I feel like it's a victory for both of us in a way. (laughs) In a way. Well, I do love Beauty and the Beast. I'd be very, very sad. I feel like maybe we'll have a a yearly rewatch of Toaster. Just to honour its memory and and its valiant fight. If you are an adult (laughs) and you are not afraid of clowns, (laughs) <laughs> and well, maybe you, if you, you are, you don't want to feel being guilty afraid. about if the way you, that you treat your household movie. appliances. Oh yeah, that's yeah. a kicker. <laughs> maybe uh, go and watch the Brave Little Toaster. Yeah. Um. Again, apparently some kids love it. I I I didn't watch it as a child, so I don't have no, that neither. opinion. Do you know too. what I've just realised now as you're saying that? You know the whole Marie Kondo mm. sweep yeah. through the nation. I mean, thank your appliances as you say goodbye to them. Thank them for thank their them. service. Like yeah. your clothes and your things. If it's thank a good them for one, their service and you're pu- putting and, it and out. Usually, you will pass them on to someone. Yeah, they, they have. You're hopefully, you're not just throwing them in a bin. No, no. Because what might they do? They might have an existential crisis. They might have an existential crisis and sing a song about it. We don't know. If you think I have made the wrong decision picking Beauty and the Beast over the Brave Little Toaster. It's going to be hotly contended. I'm sure there's going to be at least one person that (laughs) votes there. Um, There have been some some strange results on Mm. the social feeds. So There there has been been some interesting (laughs) ones. There will be... uh, a poll on our Facebook page that you can vote on on a week for a, for a week, sorry. And if Brave Little Toaster wins out, then it has a chance to go through as a wild card into the second round, where Beauty and the Beast has already gone through. If you want to reach out, we are on Facebook, we're on Instagram, and we're on Twitter. You can find us online at that'snotcanon.com forward slash Disney vs. Disney. And you can send us an email at Disney vs. Disney at Gmail. Dot com. Now, thank you once again to Stacey for fighting so valiantly for the littlest toaster. Oh, anytime. Good fun. Good, Good fun. fun. Good fun. Good debate. Good debate. And Cheers. congratulations once again to Georgie for getting through with Beauty and the Beast. We'll thank be you. back same time next week with a new debate. Until then, keep watching Disney, everyone. So, what should I listen to now? We are Castology. This is our podcast about podcasts. We are your Castologists, Patrick Shearer, Liz Best, and Zainzi Weber. Each week, we'll bring you three of the best and sometimes not so best podcasts around. We'll also do the hard work and trawl the RSS feeds to find the newest podcast that should be on your radar. And then next week, we come back and tell you what we thought of the recommendations and bring three new sparkling podcasts to check out. Now, will we always agree with each other's picks? Probably not. But hey, you're clever. You know that's how reviews work. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any podcatcher of your choice. That's not kind of productions podcast.
Has your car insurance increased this year? Stop. Don't pay it until you call Sheridan Insurances. Our friendly team of experts are here to speak to you and understand your needs. We search over 15 insurers to get you the best insurance policy, leaving you more time and money to enjoy the important things in life. Shop local. Call Sheridan Insurances today. Sheridan Insurances Limited is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. Grenka, your finance partner for fast, efficient leasing and invoice finance options. Are you a supplier of business equipment? Do you want to grow your sales and increase your profit margins? Do you want to expand your customer base and have the edge over your competition? Talk to Grenka today about becoming a partner. We pay your invoices within 24 hours of delivery, saving you time to focus on growing your business. We lease everything for the office, home office, school, university, surgery or factory. From office furniture to cutting-edge business technology. Grenka. Fast Forward Finance. That's G-R-E-N-K-E. This Mother's Day, treat mom to healthy, glowing skin with Osea's limited edition skincare sets. Osea has been making clean, seaweed-infused products for nearly 30 years. Their advanced eye care duo brightens and firms skin around your eyes, while the Golden Glow Body Trio nourishes and smooths skin all over. Go to oseamalibu.com and use code MOM for 10% off your first order site-wide.